Today is October 8th, 2017. My name is Axel, and today we have a special guest, and I'm not entirely sure where he's actually from. I, f- I forget. We had this conversation earlier, so this was a while ago. Uh, <laughs> but today I have Xander. How are you yo, doing? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? <laughs> where are you actually from? I forget. I am from, uh, so I'm in the Boston area, but I'm from a small little farm town, Upton, Massachusetts. I mean, yeah, that's where I grew up. I'm grown up here ever since i was uh uh i think i was like eight years old and you know it's crazy up here it's that it's really quiet which my music is really quiet really <laughs> chill so that's where i usually get a majority of my inspiration yeah that's dope man you're ready yeah. just diving into the questions i have for you <laughs> um oh really <laughs> um that's funny though because like yeah like as we were talking off the call, um, like my last in-person interview was with Othello and like Othello lives in Massachusetts. So you're like really close near him, which is funny. Oh, really? Where does he, uh, uh, he lives. I don't remember the town. Um, it's a small town near Boston as well. So that's like why it's kind of funny how it's kind of mirroring where you guys live. Um, but yeah. And then just, just to get more background info, how old are you currently? I am 18 years old. 18, damn, you are young. You're younger than... Yeah. Well, you're not the youngest I've interviewed, but that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then are you, like, going to school currently? I am, yeah. I'm in college. I'm a freshman in college. Um, I go to Hudson University up in Maine. Um, it's not much different from where I live. It's really quiet up there as well. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really small, really small town in Maine. But, uh, yeah, it's really fun. That's dope. What are you majoring in? I am majoring in audio engineering right now. Yeah. Um, That's really specific. (laughs) Yeah. My goal is to uh, make music for video games and uh, movies. I really want to do that stuff. It's really fun. Really cool. That's dope. What the heck? (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you have an idea, like, what you're aiming for. It's really cool. Yeah. My next question for you, why would you choose Xander? as your name it's kind of obvious uh, my <laughs> name is alexander so i mean my dad calls me xander all like pretty much ever since i was like a wicked little kid he just called me xander and kind of got that name from him and um no i went by so many names man uh i started off with like dj paps <laughs> what's that <laughs> yeah cause, yeah because my last name is um oh okay okay yeah. okay gotcha. and then like <laughs> Um, then I went to DJ Evasive. I don't know where the hell I got that name. And then, yeah, then I jumped to Xander. And I was like, all right, I'm sticking with this one. And that's it. Yeah. Yep. That's hella funny. Um, Look what... me up on Google, DJ Patch. Probably find a picture of me or something. <laughs> Damn. Okay, I'm going to write that down <laughs> for later. Um, so then you, you touched upon it already earlier. 
about your hometown influencing you and everything. Can you go more like in depth of like how exactly your hometown influences your artistry and music? I don't have many friends that listen to the same music as I do. Um, actually, I don't really even have many friends in my hometown, believe it or not. All my friends are really in other places. Like, I have so many friends in Chicago. Um, shout out to Adam, uh, Darian, Monty Booker. Yeah, all those dudes are insane. Then I have friends in um, Worcester, which is the city next to me. But um, no, nah, in Upton, like I do not really have any friends that listen to the same music as I do, so it's kind of weird. But um, honestly, it's the scenery, it's the scenery that uh, really inspires me to make the music that I make today. Um, the scenery is really chill. We get some insane sunsets down here, and I always make my music um, around uh, sunset time, and it's just uh, I really just get some crazy vibes, and I just. No, I just go with the flow, whatever it gives me. I just make it. I just the vision. It's all about the vision to me. That's why I was really picky about choosing colleges because I wanted to choose a college that had a really nice scenery. So, man, that's very specific. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I could see that. How like your music and hometown definitely influence you. Just the way you're just describing it, especially since I've been to Massachusetts once before, and then just the way like it's aesthetically implemented in not only your music but like your cover art too Mm -hmm. Um, i love flowers man (laughs) yeah so awesome um okay my next question for you were the people who raised you musically inclined at all uh my dad no (laughs) he was a he's a tech guy my mom um my mom's more on the art side she had a uh great her great grandfather was an amazing sax player uh my mom was an artist she loved to draw. Um, she um, she loved to write poetry. But yeah, that's all I can think of. I don't know. My brother also is a producer, and he's got asked the same question, and he doesn't know either. Like, there's not really many people in my family that have a background with music, except for my great grandfather, great great grandfather. Gotcha. So yeah. So based off that, uh, when did you start making music, and why did you? Um, so, uh, fifth grade, I dated a girl, uh, Man, and she showed me, so early. Dave- <laughs> yeah, yeah, she showed me David Guetta and it was the song sexy bitch by David Guetta. And <laughs> I got inspired by that song and I was like, I want to make music like this. So I picked up, um, uh, FL, FL studio. Yeah. And I started just going crazy. Like I started off with EDM mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, so I've been making music ever since I was like uh, 12, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. And are you still using Fruity Loops today? Um, It's a mix between Ableton and Fruity Loops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I love to make uh, my drums on Ableton. Then I use Fruity Loops for synth work and all that stuff and effects. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, yeah, so with Ableton, you can just a lot more creative uh on that uh, software because there's just so much to do on that software mm-hmm. so yeah it's really cool that you're using both in different ways yeah yeah since you use both what's the process of creating music for you like you said you started making music like you like making music during sunsets and stuff and like incorporating scenery aspects so i'm really curious so usually uh it's different every time uh it's 
what I'm in the mood for. If I want to do synth work first, I go to synth work. Uh, I open up a synthesizer, start making some dope chords. Uh, I love jazzy chords. And then, um, and then after that, I mean, if, if I like to do drum work, if I'm in the mood for drum work, I just open up Ableton and and I usually use like real life sounds in my music. So I record a lot of sounds with my with like real life stuff. Like uh, I recorded a pen tapping on a closet and use that as a hi-hat. And then um, I recorded my fist banging on a wall. I use that as a kick. And then, um, yeah, I record a lot of snares in my mouth. So um, there's a lot of background noises in my music that is honestly just all of me. So, awesome. yeah, it's, yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> um, okay, so going off that too, then like, in your perspective, how would you describe the music you create, and are they based on your own experiences? Oh, so my music is definitely based on scenery, and but it's also based on um, like girls, love, all that, all that stuff. I don't know why I'm just such like a hopeless romantic person that it just. <laughs> Just like and get, just got like incorporated with my music, and I just started making stuff that just like someone hit me up and on Twitter and said, "Oh man, I just uh, uh, asked a girl to marry me from this track," and she said yes. Like I, I was like, "What?" He played. She <laughs> he, apparently he played that song. It was Ola. He played that song oh, as really? a background music. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, "What?" That's that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was really cool. <laughs> yeah <That's> inspiring <laughs> yeah. um okay so then now that we have a general idea of your like your process and background and like how you got started let's dive into your actual music um chronologically as best as i could <laughs> without i skipped some songs that were at least publicly on your profile and of course i didn't mention songs that like were not there anymore <laughs> um mm-hmm. but going from your your current oldest public upload on your soundcloud and then your profile name on soundcloud is uh production but just p-r-r-p-r-r-d yeah by xander um i should also just like say handles during the interview so it's easier for people sometimes um but yeah like your first public upload i'm sure this is not your actual first one but this is the only one that's up right now Mm -hmm. um was uploaded on november 28th 2015 and this was oh lord this was a Drake, mm-hmm. a Drake remix. Was this your first upload? <laughs> uh, no, this was not my first upload. I'm actually considering deleting that track. <laughs> my first upload was Life is Weird. Uh, that was a very old track. That was when I had one follower, and that was my boy Adam Joseph. Yeah, that was, that was quite the time when I was making some really shitty music. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that, like, mainly EDM-focused? No, that was actually, like... Um, the stuff I was like trying to make that I make right now. So I was like, I was still trying to make that uh, really like future bassy type stuff. And I just failed at it, but I decided <laughs> to post it anyways. Yeah. I got like five likes or something. I was hyped. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, in terms of that's that first track, when was, when, when did you upload that? You oh man, I do not remember. <laughs> that was that was a year ago. It was like a year ago. Uh, I don't remember exactly when that was, but yeah, okay. not sure. 
Gotcha. And then how do you feel since you're, you're head, like debating on removing this song, the Oh Lord one, uh, how do you feel about it today? Oh, it's definitely a dope track, um, but it's just not me anymore. It's just like when I listen to it, I'm like, this is cool, but this is just something to be posted on like, you know that channel, Why You Delete or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just something to be posted on there. <laughs> so I don't want that track on here. <laughs> That's funny. So the let's discuss two other early tracks you uploaded, and now I'm like scared you're gonna remove these anytime. I, I'm always scared when I talk about these tracks, like specific early tracks of people, because they're like, oh shit, I should remove that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, all the time. <laughs> um, so let's discuss these two early tracks. The first one I want to talk about, it was uploaded on February 18th, 2016, and for those who are wondering, like if they're checking to see when these were uploaded, I usually just check the code on the SoundCloud page to see mm-hmm. when these were uploaded and that's when what i got <laughs> sometimes they're wrong but at least it gives us a general idea so the first one was tunana i'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it tunana yeah um what inspired you to make this track oh man tunana that's an interesting one i recorded my voice going like tunana 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 hey and then i just like oh wow this is dope and make a beat out of it i think i was just experimenting mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know i had nothing really inspired me but like pure just um creativity and just like experimental you know i don't know i just wanted to experiment with my voice and then that's actually the track that um inspired me to keep making music with my with my voice and real life sounds uh yeah so actually that track made me like um yeah that's actually a really powerful uh meaningful track to me now that i think about it uh that was a track that really got me into make uh recording live sounds was the first track I've ever done anything on with my with my mouth and shit. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That's dope. Man, I'm, I'm like another great thing about these interviews just personally is like learning about all the different aspects to these that I would have not known <laughs> like yeah, researching. Yeah. Um which is really cool. So, yeah, thanks for that. I'm excited okay. to hear more about these tracks cuz that one's really early. The second one that I wanted to talk about that was really early as well that was amply titled Love. <laughs> Oh yeah, was uploaded on April eleventh, twenty sixteen. So, this track specifically showcased your like experimentation with using dialogue. Um, uh-huh. The example used in this track is from Alan Watts. Oh yeah, why did <laughs> why did you start doing this? Um, honestly, I don't remember what speech I sampled, and that's kind of bad. I should remember. No, it's totally but, fine. <laughs> um. I don't know what inspired me to take his voice. I had no idea who he was until I actually made that song. So <laughs> I was kind of just looking up. I think he was talking about something about love. And then um, that kind of just like inspired me. And I was like, wow, I should. I love this speech so much that I'm going to make a song like based on this speech and use his voice and sample it. I don't know. So that just that song came about. That's how that song came about. There arise among human beings people who seem to exude love as naturally as the sun gives out heat. Like rivers, they stream. And so when they collect possessions and things that they like, they are apt to give them to other people. Because uh, when you, if you ever notice that when you start giving things away, you keep getting more. If you guys want to, yeah, if you guys want to get like really cool inspiration, literally just look up speeches. Like, it, and it inspires me sometimes. Yeah, weird stuff, but it's fun. <laughs> Dope. My next question for you: another one of your earliest tracks, and this one received a lot of attention in retrospect. Was a track titled "A New Place," one word, mm-hmm. um, uploaded on May 9th, twenty sixteen. What do you feel you did differently that garnered attention to it? Um, I definitely added some bounce. I got a lot of bounce. Um, that was when everybody from, like, that's how I like that track. Um, got Monty's attention. That track got Estelle's attention. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Estelle liked it. Uh, yeah, it was that track blew me up. Uh, I don't know what I did to make it blow up but i think i if i could say anything i probably it's just like bounce i just added a really bumpy feel to it and it was really happy it was like a city vibe because mm-hmm. i added some city sounds in the background and and somebody commented that they were surfing in manhattan or something i don't even know and i'm like oh that is literally the coolest thing ever but yeah no i don't know how that track blew me up but all it bounce maybe 
Probably just because of the bounce. Thank you. And then speaking of like, I'm just curious since I'm really like detail oriented and in particular like how you use a lot of one word like titles and even though they're not just one words, they're multiple words combined into one word. Um, why do you do that exactly? <laughs> um, <laughs> everything, every, I think everything is one word. Everything <laughs> just should be put into one word. Screw spaces, man. Everything should just be put into one word. Not, it's not because I'm lazy. It's just because I believe everything <laughs> is one word. <laughs> it's the best I can answer that question. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, someone called me lazy for it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm just not lazy. I just believe everything is fucking one word. No, that's not. I don't think it's lazy. It's like artistically kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hella funny. <laughs> cool um speaking of one that's a long one word title <laughs> which one is it? uh let's talk about your track i'm on a whole nother level not a oh. not a level uploaded oh, okay. on uh june 22nd 2016 you used elements of bryson teller's don't um what was it like incorporating your style to this well-known song what was it like incorporating this style um so i heard some flips um from that song before and then i was just like i kind of want to flip that song because i love that song don't buy bryson tiller um this is a pretty basic answer most of my <laughs> old stuff has no meaning whatsoever uh it's just like it was most it was kind of just like experimenting to you know bring myself up to where i am now so i experimented with bryson tiller's voice and then i kind of just made that song and got a lot of love it got like, I wasn't expecting that much love. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It's just 
I just flipped Bryson Tiller just because everybody else flipped them. And then I, I also love that song, so I decided to flip them. <laughs> Pretty much how it came about. Yeah. one song that had like some meaning uh <laughs> to me that is very old probably i met her in the summer mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if that's one of your questions that is not because there's a lot of tracks that you have yeah <laughs> um and then if i were to talk about all of them we would be here for a long time so oh yeah even though i i, I realized early like couple interviews before this i realized that i talked about basically their entire like production and discography <laughs> i was like fuck that was a lot of talk yeah oh, yeah i saw some one interview that you did was an hour or something oh that's not even the longest dude <laughs> oh really there's some that i haven't even uploaded yet like the next one i'm working on uh if you know who sophie myers is that, i do yeah. that that interview is like at least a good almost two hours and a half um, wow and I have not finished that yet at this time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, okay. The next question I have for you. On July 29th, 2016, you uploaded a track called Get So High With Me. And I believe this was the first track I heard from you. Because the other ones I did not hear from you until later, like, until I got really into your oh, music. Yeah. Yep. Um, how long did it take you to make this? And what's the story behind it? If you have, like, a general idea of what it meant to you um, at the time. Okay, so this is actually uh, kind of a funny story. So I was friends with a kid who uh, obviously was a stoner. And I got, like, stoned for the first time. And uh, it was, like, quite an experience. And um, decided to make, I make a song about pretty much all my experiences, except for, like, the old ones. Those were just experimenting, as I, as I was explaining before. But this song... This song doesn't even seem so like old to me. This song still seems pretty recent to me, just because I I still play it myself. Like I think this track is great, but um, could you? What was the question again? Um, it was just mainly asking like how long did it take you to make this? Oh and right, right. The story behind it, as you're explaining right now. Okay, yeah. The story was just really simple story. Um, his name I don't even remember his name. I think it was Jeremy or something. I got, uh, yeah, I got like 
high for the first time and made a song out of it. <laughs> and then I noticed that we were playing that song. Um, uh, what's that uh, song uh, by Childish Gambino uh, that I sampled? Uh, man, I don't remember it. Oh, okay. Oh, Sober. Sober, sober yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I sampled that song because we were listening to that song. And um, yeah, so I sampled that, took his voice, um, incorporated it into that song. And um, it took me like probably like, I don't know, an hour to make that song, maybe less, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah, no, it was wicked fun making that song. I remember it was something else. I love I love that track. Mm-hmm. So. also garnered a lot of attention too similar to like a new place in my opinion yeah 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 um okay thanks for sharing that that's hella funny though <laughs> yeah no uh, like, stories are funny behind my music some of my songs yeah okay um so i'm curious to ask about two tracks that you have like that might be in a relation with each other i'm not entirely sure the tracks are their names are um fallen in love and this girl, which were uploaded on September 10th and October 7th, 2016, respectively. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about these tracks specifically and their development? And you could talk about them separately if you would like. Okay. Uh, fall in Love. Uh, so I made that song in the fall because fall is like my favorite time of the year. 
Um, oh, so it's a pun. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It's it. a pun. Um, so I made that song in fall, and I kind of just what I picture fall is everybody pretty much all the kids going out trick or treating, you know, having a good time, enjoying their families. That's what I always picture fall. I I love fall so much. You have no idea. With this girl, so uh, this girl, I think I was, I had like a small little crush on a girl and uh, it was freshman year of high school. I remember her being extremely sexy. So I kind of made the hashtag on the song is sex music for you. And yeah, dude. And I kind of just made like a sexy song for her and she listened to it and she's like, this is very interesting. And I'm like, all right, thank you. Take that as a compliment. So yeah. Yeah, that's how that song came about. I remember her name too, but I do not want to mention her name on this interview. <laughs> That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. That's hella funny though. Yeah, I know. Wow. <laughs> Came out a year ago yesterday. 
Ah. Okay, so thanks for sharing those two stories. Uh, the next track I want to discuss is called <laughs> Our First Date, uploaded on January 8th, 2017. Um, so you mentioned in the description you were changing your direction a little bit. In your perspective, what exactly were you changing and experimenting with that's showcased in this track? Um, I was definitely going for more happy stuff. Since that song, Our First Date, uh, was a little bit more on the happier side, I was definitely um, leaning towards the more uh, happy happy vibes. And uh, yeah, that's definitely what that meant. Um, and then I continued to do it until I think it was Our Garden that I kind of got dark with. But um, uh, yeah, so Our First Date, just like decided to change the direction because I put a really catchy a melody on it. And I was like, I kind of want to continue this uh, sound that I'm making right now. And uh, yeah, I was like, I'm going to do it. And then it fell until that song, Our Garden. <laughs> it was definitely fun to make. I loved it. I'm gonna, I still do it. I have so many like songs that are like that that are unreleased. I just, I want to drop like other stuff before I drop that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Gotcha. And then is there a specific story tied to our first date or is it just something? Um, uh, I'd never know. I didn't have a date at, at all. I just, I was just imagining what a first date was like. So no, I didn't have any story behind that one. Really. I just pictured what a first date would be like. Um, and then I made a song out of it. Yeah. double check it because of the title <laughs> yeah i yeah, know of course um okay all right man we are just going through these i love it on february 4th 2017 we mentioned this track earlier you uploaded a track called hola 
So it's a bouncy, colorful track. Using this as an example, what emotional and creative state of mind do you have to be in to develop a track such as this? Oh, okay. This is a good question. I like this question. So, and that when I was in this state, when I was making this song, I was definitely in this. Uh, what state of mind wasn't I? Was I in? I, I think I was. Uh, I had my first girlfriend around that time, so I was definitely in a loving mindset. I was just. I remember making the song and telling her, like, um, you know, how much I care about her and all that stuff. And then I kind of just got in my feels, and then I made the song, and then she loved it. I sent it to her, and she loved it, and then um, it blew up. And that was really cool. So definitely like a loving state of mind and a caring state of mind. Yeah, that's definitely, that's all I can say for that one. Yeah, that one was just a very lovey vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that just based off numbers alone, even though it doesn't really matter about numbers, but like I think that's your most played song on your profile. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) Yeah, and then (laughs) just how you told me earlier, like, in the beginning of this interview, how someone used that song to propose in the background. That's pretty insane. Yeah, I know. That was, that was honestly, like, the best feeling ever when somebody told me that. That was great. Shout out to that dude. track you uploaded was on march 5th 2017 this one's definitely different from most of like your public uploads up until this point at least that i'm aware of but i'm probably not fully aware of everything so that's why we do these interviews (laughs) um it's a combination of two separate tracks blended together it's called 
Imagine slash Gang Love, and then Gang Love spelled with a V instead of an A. Um, when did you decide to make this into two tracks, and why? So I was working on the first part, which is Imagine, the day before. Um, I decided to work on that track because I just felt I was. I remember uh, listening to um, Carmack. I kind of just got inspired by him, and just I don't. This has it doesn't really sound like Carmack, but Carmack is one of my main inspirations. And I kind of just made a song right after I listened to one of his songs, and then uh, with Gang Love, I love Bad and Bougie. I think that's Migos' best song ever, um, and I kind of just wanted to flip it and experiment with it. So that song came about, and that was really fun. That was really fun to make. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Because, like, the next song you released on April 1st, 2017 was Gang Love Part 2, which I have still to this day, like, blast a lot because it's fucking awesome. Oh, thank you, <laughs> um, What resulted in this decision to release a second part? Like I said, I love Bad and Bougie. <laughs> I love that song. Just as simple as that. Dude, I love Bad and Bougie. I was like, I gotta flip this again. This song is too hard. And then I just made it bouncier and then monty played it at his show and he sent me the video and it, it was crazy man oh wait everybody okay. went wild wait is that the one that he played recently at the selection yeah he played at the selection thing dude yeah, what the, the fuck okay okay the funny story about that i recorded a video of it when he did that like he he transitioned to this that that song and i wasn't I, I recognized the song but i wasn't sure if it was yours and i recorded it and then i tagged him like on my ig story and then fucking Monty messages me and like, hey, can you send me this? 
I was like, what, yeah. what the fuck? And then he like uploaded it on his story. Yeah, like, he sent me that video. Yeah, he did. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. hella weird. That is very weird, yeah. <laughs> he also, uh, he told me he played it. Uh, we worked on a song. He told me he played it. Um, he, was, he was supposed to send me the video. But he said everybody went crazy to that, too. I don't know. You probably wouldn't have noticed because it hasn't dropped yet. Yeah, probably not. But still, I was yeah, I was at that set and everything um, during the selection experience. So it's hella weird like, how, how that's something that was sent to you, too, and that was your song. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. two tracks i want to talk about i'm not sure again if these were like in particular something that you created like coincide together um the songs are something about you and then and never let you go which were released on june 13th and july 27th 2017 respectively okay what was your process like in creating these two tracks um i made something about you about my current girlfriend which is in the other room. Um, <laughs> she's over there. And yeah, I made that song about her. But then Never Let You Go, I also made that song about her. Um, so the process of that track was, again, um, a loving, very intimate state of mind uh, that I was in. And when I get in those kind of mindsets, I really get down into the music and I just go full out. And I tell myself I have to create something that replicates like what I'm feeling right now. And I kind of just, I try my best and I do it. And then, you know, I, if I like it a lot, I, I put it out and I got a lot of love. So that was really cool. So out of those two tracks, which one took longer to do? I'm curious. Damn. I do not remember, but if I could give a wild shot at it, um, probably, um, something about you, probably, and yeah, most likely.
Cool. Thanks for sharing those. Oh, that's funny how, like, they released pretty close together, and then they also, like, as I expected, or as I, like, thought, they were, like, similar in terms of the title, but also, like, the flow, too, how they're, like, a story about it, and then yeah. you, you just clarified exactly how I was thinking about those tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Man, we are just blowing through this. I love it. We're not even in an hour yet, which is great. <laughs> this will help me <laughs> later. Um, let's talk about your latest project, the Distance EP. So the self-titled track, Distance with Malik Elijah, that was uploaded on September 8th, 2017, which was exactly a month ago today of this recording. What was it like collaborating with Malik and creating this track together? Uh, this was uh, really fun because... I knew Malik before we even worked on music. Uh, I go to college with him. Uh, we, uh, my brother, um, he goes by Nick Paps. He hooked me up with Malik, and because Malik really likes that, you know, really future beats type sound, and uh, I sent him some beats over. I don't remember. I don't know if he even did anything to any of them. But then once I got to college, I was like. Uh, Malik, can you sing? And he's like, yeah, I can sing. And I'm like, all right, cool. I have a track for you to sing on. And he's like, all right, word. And then I played him the track. Then he came up with lyrics. And um, we made that song. And it was came out. It was a banger. It was really fun to make. Kind of just kind of just experimented at first to see, like, oh, you know, maybe this track won't be for you. Maybe this track will be for you. And then this track actually was for him. Like, it really fit him well. And... Ever since, like, we're working on another song. Actually, we worked on another song. It's getting released on Night Owl Collective. Um, so stay tuned for that. But, um, yeah, this song was was wicked fun to make. Loving you is also so simple. I'm the one that needs to let go Something like the water just flow Let's go Then, uh, like, 
In terms of your Distance EP, which was released on October 1st, 2017, you included three more tracks called The Mountain, Where Are My Friends, and Drowning. And I've heard... I, I've listened to the EP as a whole twice now. Um, I'm upset, though, that it's not on SoundCloud right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's on Spotify. It's going to be on SoundCloud pretty soon, though. Don't okay, worry. Okay, cool. Are you, like, changing, like the audio versions of it because of like i guess I, there might be like some changes for spotify um or something like what how come yeah um no no i'm not changing anything but um i just want people to you know i don't know just like i know people stream my music for free and that's great but this is my yeah this is my first project on itunes and i just just want to see like experiment how many buys i can get i don't know gotcha okay i was just clarifying because i was curious it's like fuck i have to use spotify <laughs> oh yeah i know yeah. and sometimes it's, it's a pain iTunes. but cool cool i mean it's gonna be on soundcloud really soon yeah okay cool just making sure um so yeah out of all the tracks on the project what was the most challenging for you to work on i'd say um distance just because it has a vocalist on it and it was tricky to um because we had to send i had to send him back the song he had to review it and make some changes and then we had to make some changes then i had to get the sax player to play the sax at the end uh he's a really great sax player by the way i don't know his name uh i'll shout him out his name's Gio ramirez um so he's a good good dude but yeah so we had to get him on the sax and then we had to make changes with malik's voice and that was kind of a pain but it paid off so awesome what was the earliest track that you worked on for this um the mountain gotcha okay so was that when working on the mountain is that when you decided that you wanted to make an ep or when was like the idea like came into fruition to you um yeah so the mountain is pretty much when i was like yeah i want to make an ep like i didn't want to drop it right away just because i was like this is, uh, you know, a really great track, and I, I just want to put something together because it's, I don't know that track really just inspired me to make a project. Um, I don't recall exactly how it did it, but it just I was just like I can't drop this right now. I can't drop this anytime soon. I have to. I want to make like a whole, like collage of songs and put it. It was only four songs. I made a whole bunch more, but I only put four together, mm-hmm. and um, and dropped it. But. Um, yeah, I don't recall how exactly it inspired me to make a project, but I was just like, yeah, I can't drop this right now. <laughs> I got to make a, I got to make an EP, gotcha. and this has to be the first song. <laughs>
That's dope, though. I'm yeah. glad that it all came together. Because when you announced that, I was really happy. Especially after, like, Distance came out, too. So, overall, how do you feel about the Distance EP now that it's out? It feels like a successful... Um, it feels like an accomplishment. Um, I'm really happy to have my first project on, on iTunes and Spotify and all these other stores. It's, it feels great, honestly. Yeah, it's. I, I'm going to drop it on SoundCloud soon. But uh, I'm going to give it a couple more weeks on iTunes and Spotify. Gotcha. But it feels great to have a... Uh, an album on mainstream platforms that's dope i'm i'm happy for you man it's awesome <laughs> oh thank you so much man cool um so yeah that's mainly we've caught up now since that's like a week ago when the, the yeah. project came out we've caught up now on most of your production i definitely missed spots that's why i added these new questions that i haven't done specifically i'm curious about this track in particular so one track i want to talk about that isn't easily accessible but i could still access it on like the soundcloud app on phones because mm-hmm. <laughs> i know it's not on like soundcloud if i use my like web browser the track is called need to know and this is with monty booker what happened to it <laughs> oh man uh so uh that song we sample well monty sampled a voice from another artist i don't recall his name we chopped up his voice. We really just made him sound like an alien in that song. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so he kind of noticed at the end because it does like play a little bit of his voice at the end, like a like a chorus part. And then he noticed it, and he was like, "Hey man, I'm using this song on my project. Like you can drop this after I drop my project, but right now I want this taken down. Yeah, f- or else further stuff will happen." So we took it down. We okay. worked on a new song, which is supposed to be coming out on Selection. Uh, so, yeah. Man, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, like, really curious because, uh, especially since I'm not entirely sure if you've done, well, released any other Monty Booker collabs before. Have you guys done that or no? Um, No, we haven't. We've done many collabs, though. We just haven't dropped it. And then I have this question that I'm just curious as well. And then... It, it it mainly helps me <laughs> and just like the audience listening and reading in case like I didn't mention something but any other tracks or collabs we didn't discuss earlier that you'd like to mention that impacted you Our Garden uh, definitely impacted me uh, yeah I'd say that one just because that was in a time where I was really I was just really depressed and uh, I was in a really like I was at the edge of like breaking up with my ex <laughs> So I made like a very dark song. Um, it was really dark in the beginning, and then um, and then at the end it kind of got to like a little bit like it was like sort of a relief. It was it got a little bit happier, and then that was just because it was I was reminding myself like life is beautiful. I shouldn't like um, listen to what other people have to say about me, you know. Um, yeah, that song really impacted me.
Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I, I wanted to mention that one earlier, but now that I have this question, it helps a lot too. So then I get a general idea like which one that we didn't mention impacted you a lot. Um, and we already briefly discussed our garden anyway, so that's really awesome. So I have a couple more like questions in regards to like your music, like generally, and then I have some miscellaneous questions. And then lastly, we'll go through like final questions of like what we can look forward to next and everything. Okay. Um, all right. The next question for you. Who do you consider a musical genius? And what is one song or track they've done that you would say is a masterpiece slash timeless? Uh, huh. <laughs> I'd say um, this is a really cliche answer, but honestly, this is this dude is amazing. Like nobody can top this guy. His name is I'm sure you know Skrillex. He's insane, man. He creates all of it, man. Like all of it. Um, I, he's done stuff for like Katy Perry. You know, he started off with dubstep, and now he's doing. He created uh, hip hop and. Um, he's done stuff like beats for Justin Bieber, Katy Perry, Selena Gomez. Like he does it all, you know, like he does all of it. And I just find that so inspiring. And it's, he's, you know, he made the, the growls for Transformers. He made all those growls. Wait, really? I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's fucking insane. Like he's insane. And his best, best song I'd say is, um, I'd say Roughneck Bass or no, first of the year. First of the year. That's definitely his best song. That shit is insane. I, I'm not a dubstep fan, but I just love the orchestra that he puts in that song. It's insane. Cool. I'm glad you had an idea. And that's also the first time anyone said Skrillex during these interviews, so that's really dope. Yeah, it's a cliche answer because he's so big and he's such a like he's so good that everybody shits on him, but like <laughs> like he's just that good. Like he has so many haters. All right. My next question for you, what's been the most surreal experience for you ever since you started making music? The most surreal experience for me? Hmm. So, I haven't really had any too many, or I, really, I really haven't had any surreal experiences. But, oh, actually, so my ex uh, played a, uh, well, they were all smoking, and she was with a band that she saw they're apparently like a big band on social media and they played a show and then my ex like smoked with them right after and the first song they played was me it was get so high with me and uh my girlfriend like threw the phone and she flipped out and then she sent um a picture of them playing the song and they they sent a picture she sent a picture of the artwork and i was like oh that's wild so yeah that's probably the craziest other than the one the marriage one mm-hmm. that's like the second craziest and that one so, was really recent too right yeah that one's yeah that was like yeah like nine months ago or something mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah that's that's pretty awesome <laughs> it's so yeah. specific too man okay so i'm curious because like i'm not entirely sure since sometimes you're pretty like mysterious <laughs> on social media um, yeah do you do any performances currently as xander so I've gotten offered many shows, but I haven't performed one yet just because they either are postponed just because the other, art, the other artists cannot come to the show or they just don't happen anymore. Um, yeah, so I get really bad luck with shows. 
But um, I was supposed to perform with I Don't Remember, if you know who that is. Oh, yeah. I've interviewed him. He's awesome. Um, yeah, I was supposed to perform with him, but um, that show got uh, postponed or something. Uh, I don't know what happened. So, yeah, I've gotten offered many shows, but I just haven't performed one yet. It'll come. It'll come. It will, for sure. But yeah. I was just curious because, like, since I was uncertain if you had, I couldn't find anything. So that's why I was, like, wondering. So just going off that, though, since you, I mean, your bad luck will will definitely change soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, what cities, venues would you love to perform at in the future? Oh, man, I would love to perform at the Boiler Room. Oh, that's my dream, bro. That is my dream. I want to perform. I don't know if you've seen the Catronata set in Montreal, but ever since I've seen that set, I was like, I got to perform at the Boiler Room in Montreal. That shit looks insane. I want to perform there so bad. Maybe one day. Oh, I could see that for sure. Um, Cool. Now time for some miscellaneous ones. Any influences, old and new that are musically inclined or involved in the industry that you'd like to share? Yeah. Uh, Adam Joseph is a really talented rapper. Um, definitely check him out. I've done songs with him such as Aqua. I uh, did the whole paradise EP with him. That was really fun. Shout out to my boy Wisp. Uh, he's the dude that created the artwork for distance. Uh, really cool kid. He also makes really good music. He's on Night Owl Collective. Um, he sent Malik Elijah some beats, and they sound really good. I checked them out. They're great. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much all I can think of right now. But those two, yeah, I like those two are like kind of like my friends. So, um, yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, I could have definitely dived into like Night Owl Collective stuff, but I didn't want to <laughs> yeah, take up the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to mention like the kid, uh, the dudes that are like really low key, so I can like bring them up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome though. Um, so then going off that, like, what artists groups have you been listening to recently and frequently, and then what's your favorite song right now? Um, what artists? I've definitely been listening to. Um, Omniboy, Joji, Esta, uh, Carmack as usual. What else do I listen to? I listen to a shit ton of Stooky Sound. I love Stooky. I love Nevermind. I don't know if that's, I don't remember, like if that's a sec- second account. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I clarify yeah. with him on that. Uh, you'll have to listen to the interview. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, Nevermind is dope. Um, I like Hesh. Yeah, I like a lot. I listen to a lot of people. Um, Sam Gellitry. My favorite song right now It's definitely a hard one. Um, but if I could pick one, it would probably be... What's that song called? Damn it. <laughs> Undefined Ways by Holly. I don't really listen to Holly that much, but th- this is like the only song I listen to by him. And it's insane. Just the drop is insane. Very specific. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. And then also, this also stems off that question too. What would be your biggest dream collabs if you could have them right now? Uh, obviously, uh, Skrillex. Love to collab with that dude. Love to collab with Carmack. I love to collab with uh, K. Trinata. Love K. Trinata. Flying Lotus. Love to collab with that dude. And um, I don't really know who else. Um, 
maybe Troy Boy. I don't know if you've heard of him, yeah. but he's dope. I really like him. And if there was one more, Sango. I love Sango. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's so dope. That would be really dope. Bouncy, like. Yeah, I love Brazilian. Yeah. I love Brazilian uh, jazz. I love everything about Brazilian music, so. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. My next question for you, any hobbies not music-related that you'd like to share? I do photography. I love photography. Uh, That's kind of like another way of how I get inspired to make my music is through um, visuals that I do. And a lot of people have been saying that I should incorporate my visuals and use my visuals as my art on um, SoundCloud. But um, nah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to stick to flowers. But um, yeah, I love taking pictures. I love to longboard. It's a really small one, but I love longboarding. It eases my mind. Yeah, it's pretty much the two main hobbies I do other than music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's dope. Yeah, I, I longboarded a lot uh, my freshman year of college, so I could understand. <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Do you do you have like just in terms of your photography? Do you have them uploaded anywhere, or is it mainly just kept personally? Oh no, it's uh it's on my Instagram. Oh, I made okay. a new one. Uh, it's photo taken by Alex. Yeah, I pretty much post all my new photography uh, stuff on there, and um, pretty much all my new stuff is on there. Cool, because I'll, I'll definitely like share a photo or two of yours on there. <laughs> so yeah, then, for sure. Um, all right, I love asking this question. What is one song you love to hear for the first time again? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, that's a really hard one. I love all the songs that my favorite artists make. Um, but if there's one I had to hear for the first time again, it would probably be Brazilian Blowjob on Mr. Carmack. That beat is insane. When I first heard that beat, I was just like, wow. He flipped Estru Gilberto so well. That's the artist that he sampled. Cool. I'm glad you had a specific song. <laughs> yeah, and the sample that he sampled. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. I have three more miscellaneous questions for you. Man, we're just going through this. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Have you done an interview before? I'm just curious. Nope. It's my oh, first one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm low-key. Um, I definitely know that you definitely keep yourself low-key. Yeah, um, like... Okay. which is cool though uh i like doing that too um my next question if you could create anything what would you make and then you could have multiple answers that come to mind right now if i could create anything yes oh uh, so recently i just created like an edm trap song which i announced on my twitter i was gonna release but um i don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm very bipolar with my music sometimes but um if there was I love to create um, hybrid trap. Um, it's like white people trap music. It's great. Uh, it's like it's EDM trap, but it's it's insane. It's just like I would love to create it like an actual like sick orchestra song, like orchestra chords in the beginning, and then um, topped with some like xylophones in the background. Just a hard drop. I don't know. I love to. I want to create that. I want to drop that next. That's going to be my next drop is a hybrid trap song. 
dope. <laughs> My next question for you then. Are there any empowering stories you've experienced that you'd like to share that you think back on and inspire you? Oh, yeah. There's a shit ton. Um, when I played Manhunt in the neighborhood with my friends, that was great. That always inspires me. When I uh, went trick-or-treating for the first time with my mom, I was I was wicked young. I mean, I wasn't – I don't know why I said that. I was I was young, but I wasn't that young So because I was wicked shy. And then um, first time I trick-or-treated was actually in like fourth grade because I, I don't know. I think I was shy before. My mom said I was like wicked shy before that and I didn't want to go trick-or-treating. So I finally got the balls to go trick-or-treating in fourth grade. Yeah, that just really inspired me. And every time I think about that moment, just like getting a huge chocolate bar in my my little pumpkin box <laughs> just always inspired me. I, it's that's, I think about that every time I make music. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's why I love fall so much. Okay, my last miscellaneous question, and I've been asking this since my first interview, which was not that long ago. It was like March. So, <laughs> If you had 24 hours left to live, what would you do with that time? This is a great question. I love these questions, man. I would uh, probably skateboard off a roof into a pool and then get out of that pool and run to the studio not make a beat or anything. I would just bump my favorite songs, and then I'd bump my my favorite songs that I have made as loud as possible. Um, I don't care if it's clipping or not. I'm just bumping. <laughs> I, I don't care. And then I'd leave that studio, and then I would probably skate longboard down like a huge hill without foot braking or anything, just straight down. I don't care. I just I don't know. I want to go like 40 miles an hour. And then um, I don't know where I would go from there. But, yeah, I'd do a lot of things if I had 24 hours to live. <laughs> gotcha. That's awesome, though. <laughs> I wonder what other artists have said about that one. Oh, I, I'll definitely share with you those off <laughs> off the uh, record. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, because they're definitely varied answers for that one specifically. And then <laughs> just an example that I keep going back to is just, like, sophie meyer's perspective on it because at first she thought like the question was in regards to what if the entire world was ending in 24 hours <laughs> oh it's true yeah, yeah but that'd be definitely a different perspective than like just you dying in 24 hours or whatever even though it's such a morbid question to ask someone but i'm just really curious because everyone has different diverse answers so all right we are at the final two questions <laughs> sweet You've already touched upon it throughout this interview, but what can we look forward to next from Xander? And then are there any future collabs and projects you're working on? So expect a new song from Malik, Elijah, and I. Um, it's called Ask Me If I Care. Uh, it's getting dropped on Night Owl pretty soon. Then I'm supposed to be dropping a song with Monty Booker, either on Selection Radio or his page or my page. Uh, right now we're aiming for Selection, so expect that pretty soon. And then um, also going to probably come out with another uh fall song which i i that's kind of like a thing that i kind of made into a ritual like i have to make a song on halloween so yeah expect another song october 31st and yeah all i can say right now 
I'm glad that th- I mean you're really consistent with your releases, so I'm not too worried about when they're coming out and stuff. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad there's stuff thing, there's stuff on the horizon like really close. But yeah, thanks for sharing that. Any final thoughts before we conclude this interview? No, no, not much. No, nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> nothing. Um, how do you feel? This, I mean, this is your, as you just said earlier. This is your first interview. <laughs> Oh, this is dope. This is wicked fun. If I had more interviews, I'd still take them. My goal, still do them. My, my goal is like to like catch up with everyone I've interviewed so far, like a year after I recorded that interview, just to see how they're doing and like progress wise. So hopefully, we yeah, can, we could do that with a year from now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that will do it. Thanks again, Xander, for taking your time to talk with me today. No um, this is a Sunday, so relaxing talk during the afternoon right now. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. But yeah, thank you again, and I'm excited for what you're working on next and everything. And then don't forget to listen to his EP, which I don't know by the time you're listening to this or not if it's on SoundCloud. But if if it's not on SoundCloud already, just listen to it on Spotify or buy it on iTunes. So yeah, distance EP. 